0: I'm a what's up everybody no my name is sid no and i've teamed around. up with the big they homie don't reg, don't reg don't to bring don't y'all don't something don't new shit, something we like to call no beyond the scoreboard man, y'all be sure not to review rate something. and subscribe let's get making to it hits. hey making these flips welcome back to beyond the scoreboard as always i'm sid what's going on reg man another good
1: week man another good week of
0: football so we what, we're four weeks in now, four man. Four weeks in. So let's start where we always start, man. Our New Orleans Saints uh, finally got to get back home uh, after, what, 30 days, a month away from uh, after the hurricane. And this was the first full capacity crowd since the playoff game in 2020. So yep. it's been mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, So they finally got back home uh, and took on the New York Giants. Uh, they went into this game, what, minus 8, I want to say? I think 9. 8 on 8. Yeah, you're right, 8, minus 8. And uh, we both took them to cover. Uh, that obviously didn't happen here. Uh, we went into overtime and lost 27-21. to 21. There were a lot of takeaways from this game. Uh, tell me what you saw and what you wanted to touch on from that game.
1: Uh, I definitely like the way we used Elvin Kamara early. Tony Jones uh, went down early. I think we we're going to plan on using him a little bit more this week, too, like we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I really thought the Giants was going to be better at man-to-man coverage and uh, getting a little bit more pressure than what they did. But uh, the front four didn't play as well as I thought they would play with us having two uh, starters out on the uh, offensive line. Um, the game was pretty, pretty dry for the most part. Um, you know, we knew it wasn't – well, I went into the game – saying it wasn't going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah. Um, I think both quarterbacks had game plans that we we both kind of saw coming, nickel and yeah. diamond defenses, you know. Um, great job of containing the run on the New Orleans Saints part, like always. Uh, Saquon Barkley did uh, do some things in the passing game against us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I run D is pretty good. Uh, this was a game that I definitely think the Saints lost more than the Giants actually won. Whenever a quarterback throw for 400 yards or nearly 400, whatever you want to uh, call it, like Danny Dimes uh, did, uh, you don't want to take away from, you know, their credibility, right? He had a a great game, phenomenal game. Some say the best game since he's been in the NFL. And he's definitely been uh, getting better each week. And this was the week he kind of put it all together against a pretty good defensive unit in the Saints, one of the better defenses in the NFL. Uh, so so much props to the Giants. Uh, but I definitely think this was a game that the Saints lost. And I think we lost it in key situations uh, on the defensive side. We did everything right. But stay in zone defense too much. Uh, they pretty much ran us completely out of the zone. Like we gave Danny Dimes too much time in the pocket uh, in, in zone coverage. You know, we couldn't get home to him. The force him to step up in the pocket or make a throw a little sooner than we wanted him to. Uh, And on the back end, they they pretty much just cleared out the zone, ran another guy underneath, and and of that, I mean, long as we gave it to him. Soon as we went man to man, things got much better. Marshall and Lattimore was able to key in uh, Kenny Galladay, who pretty much had his best game as a Giant. Uh, Mm -hmm. But when we went man, Lattimore definitely took him away, and other DBs did great. Uh, uh, Paulson Adebo, he didn't have a great game, right? This was probably one of his worst games besides the Carolina Panthers game, uh, where he was uh, he was holding re- leading receiver DJ Moore because of Lattimore's injury. Yeah, but um, that was pretty much the game offensively. You know, as advertised, we did you know what we could do <laughs> being uh, without mm-hmm. Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith. They used Taysom Hill a little bit more, which I I talked about. I, I figured we would do that on a lot more uh, short-yarded situation, red zones, and it worked to perfection. But I think this game came down to a couple things, the big ones being Sean Payton's decision to go for it on fourth and three. I hated it. Score was 0-0. It was no point. Your defense had been getting off the field. Um, Everything has been going great. Keep it it 0-0. Pun off the ball. Don't give up that good field position. And let's continue to play football. It was still early. Uh, but we de- we decided to go for it, and uh, I didn't like it. And the best play that uh, – whatever play that they thought would work at the time was the Elvin Kamara jet sweep. Definitely not a fan of that on fourth and short. Yeah. He's already, like, the the target that everyone is glued to. So you bring him in it's just drawing even more attention to him, and he wasn't able to get to the outside to pick up the first down. Uh, and in that situation, uh, we passed up. What would have been a 48-yard field goal at the time? Yeah. But then we came back around and decided to kick a 58-yard field goal with a kicker who, I mean, in no game has showed that he's confident in his leg. He's missed two or three kicks so far that he should have made, and I just didn't understand the decision to say, okay, we're going to pass up on this 48, but let this guy try a 58. Uh, I just wasn't a fan of neither neither one of those decisions. And the Giants got John Ross downfield and put a touchdown on our head following that. Uh, so I think those two uh, those two plays kind of broke the game open and gave the Giants life.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. like you say, the defense. Once again, we have a good run defense. That's something we go into every week knowing for sure that uh-huh. the New Orleans Saints are going to play well against the run. Um we talked about um we talked about last week going into that game how uh Daniel Jones would probably have a couple scrambles for for a good amount of yards and, yeah. and we were even able to limit that uh cuz he rushed four times for 27 yards but of course he established the threat for him to be able to do so um defensively like you said we stuck with that zone way too long um that plus the Giants getting getting John Ross and having uh Tony out there Sunday really changed things for them. Uh once Paulson the Debo got beat by John Ross uh on that on that deep route. Um, he decided so, for the rest of the game wasn't nobody getting over the top of him and he started <laughs> playing back that thing up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for the rest of the game, he got ate up because of that. Eight because times. he was so, yeah, so yeah. that was the first game where Paulson Debo actually looked like a rookie. Um, that Carolina
1: but- game, he got exposed too.
0: Yeah, and like you say, he he had to take the number one receiver in that game, so that was kind of more expected. But trusting yeah. him to be your number two corner thus far the season has pretty much worked out uh, up until uh, this this past Sunday. And I I even wondered if they were going to uh, hand over that responsibility about halfway through the game to Bradley Roby to yeah. see you know what he would be able to to do. But they decided to stick with Parson the and. Uh, we'll see how that looks next week um, if they continue to roll with uh, Adebo or if they give Roby more, if Ken Crawley even is ready to come back.
1: Yeah, will um, are going to another speedster. Yeah, the games yeah. back for Washington. And um,
0: so, yeah, the, the, decision, the decision to go forward on that first fourth down didn't bother me as much as it did you. The play call. Bothered me, but not the decision to actually go for. It. But the play call definitely bothered me. Um, like I say, the the second the second time around when they kicked the longer field goal, it doesn't really make much sense. But I, I know he at that point he was like, Well, let's just try to get some type of points at this point. Uh, but once again, you looking at a kicker that you don't trust. You didn't trust yeah. him for the 48 one, even though exactly. I know. They wanted to try to capitalize on what could have been great momentum uh in that position, but you don't trust that kicker. Right. Uh, if it was Will Lutz,
1: exactly. It, yeah, no it would
0: problem. be a whole different story. Right. Um, but you don't trust that kicker. Um, that and uh we talked about it off air. There were two Taysom Hill decisions that really did us in. One was the interception, uh, and the other one was an option on third and three. Um I want to say which was the possession where we were up 21, 18 uh, went forward on third and three. It was an option. He kept it when he could have uh, got it to Kamara, and Kamara had a lot of, a lot of uh, real estate over there to gain. And he decided to keep it because that's what had been working all game to that point, got stuff. We gave the ball back and we know what happened from there. Um, so man, they were, like you said, bad decisions on Taysom Hill part, bad decisions on coaching. Um, the and the Debo thing, don't know. I don't want to blame him as much so as well, you know, but you don't want to blame the coaching staff either for trying to have faith and, you know, show that they have faith in him, uh, right there. At the end of the day, man, we only four games in, like we two and two, we've been two and two, I feel like to start the season for the past four years. So that's, it's nothing. yeah, it's nothing to really, you know, be panicked about. Um, I'm still preaching the same thing about man. Just wait till after that bye week. We got another week, and then we got our bye week coming to that bye week. We're going to be probably the healthiest we're going to be all season, and hopefully mm-hmm. we can we can stay that way. But that game really came down to just a few bad decisions. Right. Um. So looking across the rest of the landscape for the NFL, uh, there were some. Surprising games, uh, I would say. Uh, maybe not some. There was one for sure that surprised me, which was the Cardinals uh, beating the Rams 37-20. Um, you're way bigger on Colin Murray than I have been. I'm starting to come around a little bit on that, but I still didn't see uh, the Cardinals being able to go out there and, and put up 37 on their Rams defense like they did.
1: I definitely didn't see that.
0: Yeah. Um and for the defense to hold up in, in the manner that they did, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the Rams coming off of that big victory against Tampa Bay where they really had their way on offense. Um but yeah, you know, to hold uh Cooper Cup, who's looked like the best receiver in the league uh this far through the season, they held him to five catches, kept him out the end zone. Um Daryl Henderson had 89 yards, so he had a decent game. But the the biggest thing is, look, you kept Cooper Cup out the game, Robert Woods out the game. You kept those guys, and you limited what Matthew Stafford could do, and that shocked me that they were actually able to do that. Uh, Me and you talked last week about how the NFC West is so stacked, and uh, these wins and losses, especially early in the season, they're going to matter for that division. Home home field. Yeah, exactly. So you got the Cardinals now as the only undefeated team in the league, and you yeah. got everybody else playing
1: catch-up in that division. I, I would like to add this. Coming into this season, we knew, I told you, my downfall with the Cardinals after they signed J.J. Watt, I said, hey, that's a huge gamble, but it's huge risk, huge reward. Yeah. paying off thus far because they're able to control the running back now, uh, you know, runs, period, better with J.J. Watt because he can do both, play yeah. the pass, play, play the run. But on the offensive side, they came in being weak at the running back position. They went out and signed James Conner from Pittsburgh, and we knew that that wasn't filling any hole. Uh, Pittsburgh was dead last and rushing last year with James Conner. So we knew that, you know, it just wasn't just solely on him. And then uh, they lost Dan Arnold, uh, one of the tight ends that they had, and they didn't address that, that, you know, that position. Yeah. Uh, but they're finding ways to utilize their tight end and running back and Kyler Murray's legs yeah. on first and second down and short, you know, to pick up short yards. So if you see a design Kyle Murray option or a triple option, sometimes that they're running with Kyler Murray or a quick dump off to a uh, to a, a tight end. So many teams are running tight end screens this year. Right. Yeah. And, you know, folks are like, man, that's crazy. You really don't see that a lot. It's just another way to run the football. It's a catch for the tight end to get him involved early, and then he gained four yards. What's the difference from running the ball on first and ten and picking up four yards? You know, yeah. th- those teams don't have those kind of running backs, so they're doing those kind of things. But Carla, Carla, although he's running around uh, like he playing mad and using playmaker, uh, he's yeah. keeping the ball out of harm's way. He has, I think he has four interceptions or so in a year, but for the attempts that he's making, the throws that he's making, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, a sensation to watch him play. Uh, I saw the Cardinals possibly winning this game, just not in that fashion. Yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, you know, shout out to the Cardinals, man. They're, they're definitely one of the teams that's on the rise. And
0: another thing about Kyler Murray, because a lot of times with these mobile quarterbacks or with quarterbacks who you see as not being the most accurate in the world, they have their favorite wide receivers. They have their favorite targets, which, of course, you look at Arizona, you say DeAndre Hopkins, that's one of the most sure, that's as sure as you go get at wide
1: receivers.
0: Kyler Murray not scared to spread the ball around. He, he's right. hitting DeAndre Hopkins, but he's hitting A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. He's hitting, uh,
1: who Ever. am I, if you have on a red jersey and you play on his team, he's yeah, him. yeah.
0: Uh, Rondell Moore, he like, he's oh, getting, yeah, that,
1: yeah, to yep. everybody who's out there, and that's really
0: uh driving the offense, too. And Chase Edmonds hasn't looked bad this far this season. I know he had a, over 100 yards uh in that game. So, Arizona, like I said, I hey, I had them at finishing last in this division, not because I thought they were bad, because I thought they were the worst of those four teams. And right now they're looking they're looking like the best. I think I'd still take the Rams over them uh, in the long haul, but hey, they're number one in their division right now, four games in. Definitely. Um Tom Brady's return to New England. How did how did you enjoy that game? It it wasn't it was what I was expecting uh, for the most part. Like you said, we talked about it last week. If New England, I mean if Tampa Bay was able to get out there and jump on New England early, it was gonna be it was gonna be over, it was gonna be a long game for him. Mm-hmm. But once again, you've got two people: you got Bill Belichick, you got Tom Brady, who are very familiar with each other. They mm-hmm. know what each other like to do, they know what they're gonna see from each other. Bill put out a, a great game plan. He limited all of Tom Brady's weapons uh for the most part. And he once again, you got a team, New England who came in knowing we're not going to be able to run against this Tampa Bay front. Right. So even with a rookie quarterback, we're going to try to put him in positions to be able to move the football up and down the field yep. and stick with uh and, and stick with this Tampa Bay team. Yep. Um what did you think about that game?
1: So I was very 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 uh, excited for this game, right? Um I had military drill uh this weekend so I wasn't able to fully watch it how I wanted to. Um however, um by the time I made it home, uh, I missed a little bit of the first quarter. Yeah, but it was crazy to see Mac Jones like play Tom Brady football like yeah. all the play actions on first down i was loving because i'm like you're not going to run the ball with video Vita, with Vita Vita right there sitting in the middle you know what i'm saying but to see him turn his back turn around and fire fire the ball for a gain of seven and eight he yep. stayed ahead of the chains early right and you spoke about that you know not being able to run the ball but they put together a game plan the game plan was not allowed his rookie quarterback to fall behind on the chains against a tom brady led mm-hmm. offense and they yep. did a very good job of that stand ahead of the chain but i really thought tom brady was going to come out and destroy them right i really had tampa bay clearing this game by you know eight plus points yeah and that wasn't the case uh field conditions right played a huge part of this game i feel if it wasn't raining i really felt like Tom would have uh, not missed so many balls because he was very in, uh, inaccurate uh, yes. so, and that's that's not tom brady um, but for the most part, he stuck it out. This was a, another game that the Patriots could have won. Uh, it was good to see Mac Jones, you know, handle the challenge and and be prepared. Uh, Josh McDaniels, gave him a pat on the back. Great offensive strategy. Bill Bill Belichick put together a nice defensive approach uh, coming on with, with Tom Brady and, uh, and his Tampa Bay uh, offense. But ultimately, this is why Tom Brady is the GOAT. You know, uh, he, he got the win and he's moving on, but I really thought he was going to put it to the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so the only other game from this past
1: week, do you have any other one you wanted to touch on? Hmm. So many, I can't think of none off the top of my head. Uh, Cowboys, Cowboys and Panthers was good. That was yeah,
0: good, yeah. 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 Dallas, was- Dallas. I, I, and I rolled with Dallas in that game just because of, of course, yes, um, Carolina, uh, J.C. Horn going out and them having to bring in another corner who wasn't really going to be ready to step in and, you know, uh, and and play right away. But um, the fact that Dallas has so many weapons to begin with that you got to go out there and, wh- and worry about. He's crazy. Um, and, He's- a, and Dak is, once again, I just made that comment about Kyler Murray, but Dak is one of those quarterbacks, too, who has so many weapons. And, of course, you have Amari Cooper, But you know, he's using he's utilizing C D Lamb and Cedric Wilson, uh Dan Schultz, uh, and you know, Zeke, Tony Pollard out the backfield, like Mm -hmm. so many weapons on that offense and that defense hasn't been horrible this far Mm -hmm. this season. Not at all. Not at all.
1: So it was two things that made me pick the Cowboys in that game. Number one, Christian McCaffrey was out, right? Yeah. I really think that they could have got over the J.C. Horn um, injury if Christian McCaffrey was, was healthy and available. Second thing that led me to pick the Cowboys and to cover was that Dak Prescott right now is playing the best football out of all quarterbacks to me. Uh, it's good to see Kyler Murray run around and make plays. It's good to see Lamar use his legs and he's throwing the ball to Hollywood a little bit more. It's good to see Tom Brady uh, nickel and dime defenses and throw to Gronk and all this good stuff. Uh, Matthew Stafford has definitely um, uh, fixed all issues that that Rams offense was having for a couple yeah. years. Uh, it's good to see all of that good stuff. But far as um, far as being able to hold his team accountable, Uh, deliver good balls, fight from behind, putting balls on the money, not missing, leading his team, all that good stuff. And really, Dallas really still haven't gotten their run game back to what we know it to be. The O-line is still not playing uh, as well as they were a couple years ago. And to see that continue to stand in the pocket, make throw after throw after throw. Uh, I really don't – off the top of my head, of course, you can call quarterbacks that's playing good football right now. Mm -hmm. But after four weeks, I can't say that guy is playing better than Dak Prescott. Interesting. And if I had to call one, I'm going probably Kyler Murray. But outside of Kyler Murray, he's played better than Aaron Rodgers. He's played better than Tom Brady to me. He's played better than Lamar Jackson. He's played better than Pat Mahomes. I mean, to me, Dak is – He's playing good ball right now. I'm not saying he's better than those guys. Josh Allen. I'm sorry. Josh Allen, well, I may have to say Dak is playing better than Josh Allen because Josh Allen did yeah, have Josh, one, one Josh game Allen game had, a, had a had a rough
0: first week two one. walks, but he didn't definitely I think week 1. Yeah. yeah. But
1: even in even in Dallas opening loss, I mean, they didn't lose that game because of Dak.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he he slung it. <laughs> he even gave them the lead to, to to when he got off the field and Brady was
0: Brady. I can't say that he's not playing the best football right now, but I do want to give high praise to the quarterback he went up against last Sunday, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has played amazing football through four weeks. Uh, And, and I t- and I tweeted it and they put it on Facebook on Sunday. I said it's official. It wasn't Sam Darnold. It was the Jets. It was the Jets this whole time. It wasn't Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold went out and had another 300-yard game. Um, he didn't, uh, he threw for two touchdowns. He ran for two touchdowns. He had four touchdowns in that game. He's done a lot of
1: unbelievable right now.
0: He's done a lot of, uh, a lot more running than we've Mm -hmm. seen. And and once again, like he's played a great football right now. And me and you, uh, I remember when they traded for him, uh, Cause we all thought that they were going to go into the draft and, and get one. Yeah. Um, and when they traded for him, we were kind of like, Oh, what's, you know, right. <laughs> what's, what's going to look like? <laughs> it, it, and
1: The contract. That was the crazy thing to me.
0: And, um, and, and Joe Brady, like we got to give credit to Joe Brady. We, we yep. know him very well. And he's, he's went around. Like, I can't even give the credit to that rule. I give the credit to Joe Brady that he's, he's turned that around and hopefully it keeps going that way. Yeah. Um, the only other game I wanted to touch on because anytime this happens, we have to give these people the time uh, that they des- and spotlight like they deserve. I think the Atlanta Falcons coming, blew it. another I lead. Coming. I
1: knew it was coming. They yeah, blew coming. another lead that just that just doesn't make sense. Man. No lead is safe with the Falcons, man. None. No lead is safe with the Falcons.
0: It just didn't make sense. I just don't understand how it happened, man. It was. I don't know, man. Like I don't I don't even know what to accredit it to at this point. We we tried to I mean last year you were all over Dan Quinn. Hey, it's a Dan Quinn thing. You gotta No, give,
1: I told you it's not just Dan Quinn. It's everybody that's in the building. Like is yeah, no. one of those teams that you just got to start fresh. Like well, start they,
0: fresh. I mean they went as high up as the GM and they started but yeah, I've never seen such.
1: A, <laughs> I've never crazy. seen. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. How are you a fan at this point, bro? Like after you know the Super Bowl and then all of last year. Don't forget about the leads they blew last year. Yeah, the yeah. Right back this year, and the same thing happened. It's like, you know how depressing that is. Like we be mad when we lose, you know, no uh-huh. matter what. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was a better team or a, a team that we're better than. Yeah. If we lose. It kind of take a couple days before I can even really talk about it. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. But the lose, the way that the Falcons lose every single week. Jesus every single God. week. Man, crime rates should be so much higher, man. <laughs> Look, I talked to you. I said, man, look, I'm just getting off drill. Everything good. At least I won my money, right? Because yeah. the last time I saw it, Atlanta was up six. Two, I want to say it was 230 left to play. But yep. they were plus four. Yeah. So I'm like, worst case scenario, I'm up ten. Even if the other team come back and win by a point, it's all good. Yeah. But to lose by four, how? How is that possible?
0: Bridge, I told you this Sunday. I looked at the game. It was thir- I want to say it was thirty to twenty. Okay. It, it it ended up, and I saw Washington score once mm-hmm. again. You looking at under three minutes left in the game. Exactly. They went for two, didn't get it. It was twenty six to thirty. Uh, Atlanta go cruise to it. This- I turned back, it was 34 to 30. <laughs> it was 34 to 30 with like 20 seconds left. All and in Atlanta, I All, oh, in Atlanta. All right, so on the week five, man. I want to start with some surprising cuts that <laughs> that went on uh, yesterday and this
1: morning. Starting Hold with Jalen no, Smith. God, let me let me let me cut my phone off and cut it back on. Ain't no way the Cowboys release Jalen Smith. <laughs>
0: Starting with Jalen Smith, man, and I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the news, I said he's done something horrible. Like, right. he's exactly. done something criminal to where exactly. they just can't have him in the building. Exactly. Because the first thing that popped to my mind was they just paid him five years, $50 million. There's yep. no way you cut him after that exactly. because of something on the field. So I sit and I wait for the reports to come through. And they're saying, no, man, he fell out of he fell out of good graces with Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn doesn't need him for his system between Keanu Neal, uh, Michael Parsons, Vanderich, um, Jabril Cox. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, between these, these linebackers fit what I'm doing better. And it's still crazy to me that you <laughs> that you swallow that type of money um, to release a guy who's just not really fitting into your system at that point.
1: I haven't dove into it yet. So, what I was wondering is, did they say that they try to move him? Yeah, they, trade they did, trade him. no yeah. one would take on any of the salary whatsoever. No, no. And, I, and it's one
0: of those things to where they had to have been given off. We're trading him or we're cutting him. So, why trade for him if you know he's going to end up being cut? You know, it's one yeah. of those deals, especially when you're looking at $50 million uh, at the linebacker position, you know. Yeah. But, uh, um, so, I think. The Cowboys owe him how much
1: more
0: now, though? Um, For this year... I, so, seven, I, matter of fact, I'm going to pull up... 7.5. I, I, needed to, I needed to know who. So, uh, he mm-hmm. leaves behind $16.6 million of dead cap. Mm-hmm. Um, That's two years. They owe him... Yeah, they, they owe him 9.8 this year uh, and 6.8 for next year. Yeah. 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 But once again... I, Let's see, and they freed they freed up nothing, of course, right. <laughs> but they saved five million dollars against their next year's cap. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth it to me, in my no, opinion. Absolutely not. But of yeah. course, the Cowboys operate differently than any of us. Any
1: team in football, right? Than any of us, then
0: common sense dictates they they operate differently. So that one definitely shocked me. Um, I know he just now, like it just hit four. Uh, it's past four now, so now he's going to be able to actually look for a different team. So, it's going to be uh, interesting to see when he lands up. ends up. Yeah. The, uh,
1: other- the first thing, like, I thought the same like you. He had to do something bad in order to get released into yeah. the season. Like, come on, man. But um, when you look at it, if he was a – the only other thing is if he was a problem in the locker room. Yeah. Uh, with the Cowboys 3-1 right now, first in their division. Yeah. Uh, looking good defense playing much better than what, you know, we expected, And that's another team who's still waiting to get back pieces on the defensive side, of the ball and offensive on the O line. Uh, so they only, sh- they should only get better from this point. So if he was causing any kind of uh, tension on the, uh any issues whatsoever, this was the time to part ways with him. Um, it's just very, you just don't see teams do that. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, it's the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, man. And, that's a yeah, that's usually it has to be something. a huge distraction yeah. or like I say, something criminal yeah. yep. to, to eat that kind of money just to get rid of somebody, especially four games into a season. Yep. Um, so that was real strange to me. I can't wait to see where he ends up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Woke up this morning, phone buzz, but I'm like, man, what's going on now? And Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. They're looking to, to release Stefan Gilmore. They announced yesterday that they were going to bring back Jamie Collins. Mm-hmm. didn't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. They went to Stefan Gilmore, who they were already having a contract negotiations with because he wanted a pay raise. He said, man, look, I asked y'all for a pay raise y'all wouldn't give me. Now y'all want me to take a pay cut so y'all can free up some money. I'm no good. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. So they go ahead and they plan to release him. Say they reached out to teams, tried to trade them, nothing, gave. Carolina Panthers stepped in. They said, yep. look, we'll, we'll take that. We, we got yep. it. <laughs> yep. So, to me, great pickup for the Carolina Panthers. I know yep. he's from North Carolina. Um,
1: you don't know how big this really is for the Panthers, man. This
0: a week after they traded for C.J. Henderson. They were like, no, we could go get Stephon Let's go get Stephon yep. Gilmore, too. And you love, like, yep. if that is... The Carolina Panthers, those are our division rivals, and I'm looking at that like I love the way they... Look, last week we had to go get a cornerback, but now there's a way much better one available. Let's yep. go get him, too, because yep. we can. Yep.
1: Um, and if you look at it, too, this, this is all for the future because you got Jackson... Who con- who's coming up on his contract year, right? Yeah. So now they don't have to press the issue to 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 resign him. I don't think in a the likelihood they will be able to uh, to bring um, to bring uh, Gilmore back. If so, I think they need to get a deal done before this season ends. And they uh,
0: already said that he's going to play out his deal.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's play out what he's already owed. Yep. Okay. So, like you said, you traded for uh, Henderson. So. That's even that you know. Now they they got four corners when you think about it. When all four are healthy with with KC, uh, they got they got four corners. Yeah. You yep. able to put Stephon Gilmore in the slot? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that, the slot is normally with teams where they go to when you can't move the ball, right? So now that you can, you got a guy that truly follows guys. It doesn't matter about speed, height, none of that matters. Yeah. This dude is gonna follow your guy. That's huge because you already got other corners on the outside that's playing great. You're already getting to the quarterback in, in, in a great yep. time manner. Man, Your offense is already rolling. Yep. If I'm them, I'm like, hey, CJ, uh, I mean, uh, uh, uh McCaffrey, how, how long are you going to be out, bro? Because we, we yeah. got you on the road, man. <laughs> like, it's now or never. Saints playing on the back in a Cam Jordan and trying to figure it out with James Winston. Um, Tampa Bra- Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. They kind of slowing down, trying to get back healthy. A secondary this, banged up. Yep. This is our time to put together a win streak. They already got a, a week's schedule. This is the time to get everybody healthy. Let's win a whole bunch of games. So at the end of the year, we in the hunt.
0: Yep. And um, yeah, and and once again, even in that CJ Henderson deal, when we looked at that, and I was like, man, they giving up Dan Arnold, who's already been playing decent for them this season. That's going to hurt a little bit. But once again, Sam Darnold is. I don't know what Carolina's expectations were for him, but everyone outside of Carolina looked at that and was like, at best, he's going to be, hopefully, Teddy. what Teddy Bridgewater gave you. He mm-hmm. surpassed that already. He's already given you much more than that. If he can keep up that game, him and DJ Moore, like Amazing. that connection right it's, there has been insane. It's,
1: yeah, it's serious.
0: So you add Christian McCaffrey back to that, and the defense like you said is already getting to the Brian Burns. Brian Burns is some serious, do some serious. Yeah. So you get into the passer, and now what? Not yep. throw
1: it, please throw,
0: oh. throw it, <laughs> please throw throw it my way.
1: Can, and they can control the clock with, on the offensive side of the ball. They huh? they ready, bro. They ready. And but I would like to say this, you know, we you saw Teddy play a couple games in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. went five and one and then he went to Carolina as the full-time star that never looked comfortable, like, at yes. all. And then they put another QB in here, and then Donald has saved his, com- his career, yeah. but then Teddy is also doing good in Denver, so I'm kind of right. happy for I'm happy for both parties there.
0: And of course it wasn't fair to Teddy last year, because there was no Christian McCaffrey for most
1: of the year last year. And it was so COVID, it was really so on. COVID, yeah, and COVID, so he didn't get to work with guys. He had exactly. guys in and out. Yeah, it was huge. It was crazy. Exactly.
0: Um, the only other two news topics or three because thank god we released Aldrick Roses, so even though Will Let's not gonna be back, we got a new kicker, Jesus, uh, in Cody Parkey. So I got a new kicker to boo Sunday, <laughs> uh, until we finally get Will let back. Justin Fields is going to be the starter for Chicago going forward. Sorry. Uh, they named him number one, He, he they're gonna roll with him.
1: Uh, and,
0: Josh Gordon back in the league again, man. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. I'm spell that loud from here.
0: Hopefully it can last this time, man. He's He's been dropped into a great situation. Um,
1: and on his ninth, second chance, man.
0: Exactly. I've never, <laughs>
1: I've
0: never looked up at a player and been like, man, again? When we going to give up on this dude? But they ain't gave up on him yet. So he back in the league. All right, so week five, man. We're back on the road. We're heading out to Washington. Uh, We're favored somehow. Like, I know that Washington defense definitely hasn't looked nowhere near what we thought it would or what it did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, The offense has been decent. Um, Heineke looks like he can be their starter uh, going forward, um, I, if I was them seeing what Heineke has done to this point, I, there's no reason to turn back to Fitzpatrick, uh, keep rolling with Heineke. Um, we know the weapons that they have, offense and defense. Like I said, defense, they, they're they performing less than what we think they should be, but Montez Sweat, Chase Young, De'Aaron Payne, uh, man, so many guys on that deep Fuller, they got Fuller back there. They have so many people on their defense that you figure eventually they're going to turn it around um but right now man they're, they're around 30 points a game at this point and that's that's not something that any of us thought would be the case uh coming into this season um injury wise i haven't seen any real news about anybody returning for us this this week so i'm under the uh i we lost tony jones so that's a new injury um but besides that, I guess we didn't lose anybody and it doesn't seem at this point that we're getting anybody back. Um, so how do you see this one playing out for us on Sunday?
1: I think this can be the, the um I almost call them the Redskins. I can see this being Washington's wake-up game. Yeah, uh, here come here comes a team that you know you can get some brownie points by beating. Um, you say what's the strength of their team, the offensive line where well, they're banged up and we know uh, our experience in the past playing against uh, top interior linemen have not worked out for us that that uh, that good. So you look at Washington coming in with a great front four. If you just put names on paper, they probably have the best front four in football. Um, so I definitely think they're going to control um or limit our offense that has that has already been very limited just by personnel. I definitely think that that, you know, they're gonna hold us down um on the offensive side. Um Heineke, I'm starting to lose faith in. I was a little bit bigger on him when the season started. Now it looked like now that teams got, you know, six to eight games of of tape, they're starting to figure him out, see the things he do like, the things he don't like. He kind of he gets trigger happy sometimes. Ah uh, falls in love with with taking those chances, and he d- he don't really have a very strong arm, but he can run. He can definitely take off and and get out the pocket. Um, so I'm not afraid of Washington's offense, but I really think we're going to continue to see a lackluster offense from the Saints, which is going to give the uh, Washington more offensive times with the ball. And I hate to pick against the Saints. Uh, what's the spread right now? We we are negative giving up two. Yeah, I'm def- I definitely would take Washington minus two, uh, plus two. I'm sorry.
0: If we would have took care of business like we did last, like we should have last week against the Giants, this was one of those games going into where I was looking like, yeah, we're probably going to lose that game. Uh, Hopefully the Giants is a wake-up call. Um, Like I say, this is the last game for us going into the bye week. Um, That defense of Washington allowing 30 points per game, but like you say, our offense hasn't. Hasn't been hitting on much uh, thus far. Um, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara actually saw, what, 20? I want to say he got to 25 touches last week mm-hmm. and went for 120. Um, running the football is still going to be the thing we try to do the most. Um, even with Tony Jones going down, I saw we went back to a familiar face in the zebo mm-hmm. um, It's going to be all about the defense. Like every week with us, it's going to be about the defense and how well we can contain uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, how uh, they just got Curtis Samuel back. So now you got to worry about Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin, um, seeing exactly how they're going to approach um, that. I saw that they did lose Logan Thomas. He's going to be off about four weeks. So that kind of hurts them.
1: Well, uh they Logan Thomas. The Seals who stepped in even that game and made a couple good catches to kind of put them back in the ball game.
0: Yeah, but Logan Thomas—that would have been my number one worry this week if he was early. Yes,
1: Logan, Logan Thomas. Thomas going up
0: against Malcolm Jenkins and even Demario Davis. I think he could have—he could have had the advantage in in both of those matchups. Yeah, uh, Logan
1: Thomas took, thus far in the season, he hasn't done absolutely anything to make me, uh, you know, game plan for him. Terry McLean. Logan, so.
0: Logan Thomas. To me, is very similar to what they had in Jordan Reed when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, when you switch quarterbacks on them like that, and 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 things of that nature, that that changes some stuff. But that's he's somebody to to pay attention to, uh, especially on an offense where they have two wide receivers who are really good as well. Um, mm. Outside so of the- him giving us giving us some trouble, but. I, yeah. I I don't have the same fear, of course, for Ricky C. Jones. Um, yeah. I don't think that this is going to be a high scoring game at all. <laughs> um, I think. What's the under over on it? Uh, let's see. Over under is 44. 44. Mm. I think I, I think I'd take the under honestly. Even at forty-four, I think I'd take the under. Um, I do, however, think that we win by a field goal, so I, I will I will be taking the Saints to cover. But I see a low-scoring game. Like I see tw- what twenty seventeen, you know. Like I see I see a low-scoring game. Um that once again the the Washington defense gives up just a
1: little more than what our defense will I see it more I will go 26-20 okay Yeah, I see more 26-20. I definitely think it's going to be a game where both teams, well, Washington has success moving the ball offensively. I think our defense steps up in the red zone, um, limit them to more field goals than touchdowns. But I definitely think they have more success offensively than we do, and that's why I'm giving them the edge in this game. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. We just see that a bit differently.
0: I think offensively we'll still be able to – it's not even about the offense. Defensively – we're going to be way stronger than what their defense is. Um, Yeah. yeah.
1: But, see, I I just – you know, Lattimore really – he really has a a receiver in front of him. Now, you've been talking about the connection with uh, DJ Moore and Darnold, but uh, McLaurin hasn't been slouching. And he's been beating up real number one you know corner. So, to get Curtis Samuel back, who's a speedster, you know what I'm saying? And then, like you said, they got Gibson. Their O-line is decent. You know, they – it's all going to come down to Heineke. Like, which Heineke you yeah. get? Get the one that played against Tom Brady in the playoffs, or you're going to get the one you've been having the last two weeks of football? Yeah. And once
0: again, you're, you're way harder on him than what he's performed these past two weeks as well. Like, he, well, he went out there. I mean, it's Atlanta, but he went out there and threw, you know, 250-plus yards three touchdowns, no
1: picks when uh, against Atlanta. When I, Atlanta could have had at least two or three interceptions that game. At least two or three. He put the ball in Holmes' way a lot. Like I was watching bits and pieces, having to get up and actually do work uh, at military. But when I was watching it uh, mostly in the first half, a couple balls definitely got away from him. He had guys, you know, he had a window and he missed his window, and uh, it could have led to some turnovers.
0: Yeah, and of course, and and once again, we're looking at a guy who we have to consider a rookie quarterback. So those things are definitely Mm -hmm. going to happen. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, So yeah, like.
1: I'm not saying that I'm, 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 I've am I'm i moved on from him. I just think I was so high on him that I didn't give myself, okay, um, got you. you know, a falling window kind of like you and Kyle yeah. Murray, how, you know, you're like, okay, I don't see it. Okay. Now I see it. It was the opposite for me with him.
0: Yeah. And I, and I'm still a, a big, but like I say, I feel like if they want to go with him going forward, he's, I think he's going to put together a season that's going to, you know, okay. Yeah. We can roll with Heineken.
1: Gotcha.
0: Um, Oh, I just wanted to say the Jalen Smith news just came in. He's going to Green Bay. Um, that's crazy. Good. Nice pickup for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he already had a connection with LaFleur. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a good landing spot for him. Once again, money's not an issue because Dallas is paying most of his salary. So right. uh, they're finalizing that. Um, the second game we're going to look at is Thursday Night Football where we got the Rams minus two and a half against Seattle. Once again, man, that NFC West. This is that's a division that's, that we're going to keep looking at. I know during this season. Um, once again, the Rams went and lost to lost to Arizona last week. Seattle went and got a win against San Francisco. Um, so now they face they face each other. Um, I know Chris Carson is dealing with a neck injury, so they don't know if he's going to play.
1: And not stay healthy, man.
0: Yeah, they don't know if he's going to play Thursday. But outside of that, the injury report is pretty, you know, pretty clean for both teams. Um, I went into the season saying the Rams are the best team. And then San Francisco and Seattle, I, I kind of flip flop with them. And then Arizona's at the bottom. We already talked about how Arizona right now was sitting on top of the standards. I still think the Rams are the best team from top to bottom, um, and I think they shake back from what happened to them Sunday. They're going up against the Seattle defense, who's nowhere as near as good as the Arizona defense. Uh, on offense, of course, you got to worry about DK Metcalf, you got to worry about Tyler Lockett, you got to worry about Russell Wilson. Jalen Ramsey is going to eliminate. Whichever he chooses to, whether it's Tyler Lockett or whether it's DK Metcalf. Mm -hmm. And then you just have to worry about the other one. But we've gotten on Seattle about their offensive line for years. uh, And this year isn't much better than what it's been. Um, So that Rams defensive line is going to have success. um, And force Russell Wilson out of the pocket. Force him to hold on to the ball longer than he wants to. Force him to try to force balls into tighter tighter places than he wants to. I think the Rams win this two and a half. Yeah, I'll take them to cover.
1: I'm also taking the Rams. Uh I, I don't think Ramsey's gonna have uh as great a success that he's been having on uh DK Metcalf. Uh I will be what I'm really looking forward to is Russell Wilson said that he didn't challenge um Jalen Ramsey enough last year. Yeah. He he didn't challenge him enough with DK. So I'm trying to see if they still gonna let him run, you know, short in the medium routes or are they really gonna treat Ramsey like any other cornerback that's guarding his six, four monster and uh, allow him to use his speed to get downfield and uh, see what he can do. Either way, I'm taking a Rams simply because they don't have an answer for 99. Uh, yeah. I think this is one of those games where you say Chris Carson's with your best running back is banged up. You have issues on the O line and uh, no offense to Carlos Dunlap, but to this point, he's the best defensive end that they have the best guy who can get to the quarterback. So, uh, You know, I just, this game just screams Rams. I'm surprised the Rams not at least, at least minus six. I get it. It's a division game. So, they
0: In Seattle, I want to say. So, that plays a huge part in it as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we're both taking the Rams there. Um, next we're going to look at, uh, the Denver Broncos being, what, uh, Denver is plus one against the Steelers. Steelers are at home. Um. What what you looking at there?
1: I, I I've really fallen out of love with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I I, I really have. Uh, on paper, right? You say this is a team that play a three four. They got all these defensive interior linemen. Uh, the the linebackers behind them are not horrible. Um, you know, secondary is not much to brag about, but they do have a playmaker in their secondary you got decent receivers outside, you know, you just drafted a guy in the first round and run the only running back drafted in the first round. But yet this O line is so bad. This O line is horrible and it makes it no better that big Ben, the way he moved these days, this man make Drew Brees look athletic at this point. Like the Drew Brees we saw the last three years yeah. looks so much better than, you know, like than big Ben when he's moving around. Um, I think this is going to be a horrible game. Like, this is a game that I don't want to watch. Um, But because I have no faith in Drew Locke, Drew Locke has been in that system for this is third year now. And for Teddy to walk in the door and beat you out, to me, that says a lot. Um, That alone makes me pick Pittsburgh. That's the only reason why. If this was Teddy Bridgewater playing, I would take Denver minus three, maybe minus six.
0: Yeah, and I but, was just about to say, that's definite because Teddy is in the concussion protocol, so he might still end up playing Sunday. Um, yeah. But just because he's progressing through that protocol. Right.
1: But, um, I, don't think, I don't think he would play. I, I to, don't think so.
0: And to me, it doesn't even matter. Like, Pittsburgh, I, I think Broncos win this game probably by 10 points at least. Really? Um, that Denver defense, once we, we talked about it last week, that Denver defense is something serious. Yeah. And that offensive line – Big Ben is playing just as bad as that offensive line is. Like even if no time, even if he it. had some, even if he had time, Big see, Ben, we are Big seeing. Ben looks Big Ben yep. looks like uh what's the <laughs> guy from Buffalo uh they had that year that came out and threw like eight interceptions in two games. Who was that guy? You remember him? It was before Josh Allen. Nate Pe- Nate, Nate Nathan Peterman.
1: Oh yeah, Big Ben looks like. He's talking about. I thought you was trying to compare him to a, a Buffalo quarterback size. No, but no, who, I'm talking
0: about his play. Like re- Big Ben isn't. Big Ben should have sat at home. He should have been in a recliner with his <laughs> feet back, watching football yeah. on Sunday. And having
1: something to sipping. While, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be playing football. He, uh, when I saw him, man, he reminds me of Jared Lorenzen. I don't know if you remember him from Kentucky, bro. Like the size and everything. Yeah. Like, he Running hard but really ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Like Big Ben really looks like that, man. I mean, that O line is so bad though. Like I have never seen a center and a guard get pushed back to the quarterback, and it's on repeat. Yeah. It's on repeat. Like it's not coming from the sides. It's coming from the inside. So he really can't step up into the pocket. Yeah, and he's not mobile. So when he do try to get outside the the, the uh get outside the the offensive line, he's the defensive ends are just waiting for him. It's bad yeah. football. Mixed with the ability of not being able to run the ball whatsoever, that's bad. And yeah. it puts a, it, it puts a lot on um on the defense. But I just think, you know, every dog has their day. Uh, sooner or later, you know, they they they're gonna be able to move the ball somewhat decently. And I think if this is the time, it's Drew Locke, because if I'm Denver, I'm not just opening up the playbook to, to Drew Locke, I'm keeping it simple. Pittsburgh do have a good defense. So I can see it being a back and forth game, and you're telling me that they're already what you said. Pittsburgh is minus one, right? Yeah. So they just have to win the game. Can I see Pittsburgh beating Denver with Drew Luck? Yes, I can see it. Not not easily, but I'm saying I can. Yeah. See
0: and and I disagree. I don't think you you put any limits on Drew Luck because he's oh, been wow. in this office for three years. Like he 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 started yeah. how many games for them last year? Like this. This so,
1: was you like you so let, okay. let's let this sit in. Let's let this sit in. Three years in the system. You started eight games or so last year. I, I was about
0: to say I'm quite sure it's not the same system because I'm quite sure they switched out uh
1: he been in the building. He'd been in the building for three years. Yeah. He started games for you. You drafted him in the second round, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, when when in his draft. And yet, we got a quarterback from uh, that came from Carolina, talked bad about the front office, never was a great passer in his career. That guy walked in and won the starting job. To me, that says more about Drew Locke than Teddy Bridgewater.
0: Oh, and I disagree. Like, I feel yeah. like you're selling uh, Teddy Bridgewater short here. No, no, no. Um,
1: I love Teddy. Anybody who knows who know me know I was a fan. I wanted Teddy to be our quarterback right now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is having a three-year jump, just imagine James Winston in our system for three years and then Drew. That's
0: Taysom Hill.
1: Huh?
0: Yeah, that's Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill been in our system for how long? Like, it's no, the same we, difference. Exactly. But if, but and if we, you need Taysom off off Hill to go to start Sunday against I mean, Pittsburgh, you'd be taking Taysom Hill to win that game. Say it again? I said, but if you, if you, if we were going to play Pittsburgh this Sunday – And it had to be Taysom Hill. You'd be taking Taysom Hill to win that game. Just because Bain
1: Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. If we had to play Pittsburgh Sunday, even with all our injuries and everything, if we had to play Pittsburgh Sunday, you wouldn't take Taysom Hill to win that football game. Even off the strength of what our defense is and the weapons around him. I wouldn't be... Saying it very,
1: I wouldn't be willing to, to bet nothing significant on it. I really have very low faith in, in Taysom Hill or any other team that I can not trust at quarterback. Yeah, but and
0: then, but once again, how many games did he win for? He went four and one for us last year, right? We
1: were healthy. You said with all these injuries.
0: Well, yeah, even with all our injuries, we.
1: Okay, yeah. So once again, we have, we're, we're, we're. I guarantee you, we're almost dead last. We're in bottom five on offense. Right now in the NFL,
0: passing, pass yeah, for
1: sure, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm. So I'm saying you bring a guy, but who, this
0: isn't a team you want to you want to pass the football against anyway.
1: But Pittsburgh is decent at the run. It's just that that they, they allow the other teams so many times with the ball is what break down Pittsburgh's. Defense. And it ain't, and it ain't gonna be no difference. This and it ain't gonna be no difference this Sunday. Like I
0: said, I think Denver's defense of mess around to put up more points to Pittsburgh's offense on
1: Sunday. Like, yeah, yeah. If so they're reckless with the ball. That's that's a possibility.
0: Which they're going, they're going to be forced to be reckless with the football just because that mm-hmm. offensive line trying to I block Von Miller. I just, um,
1: I just, sadly, I, I just see this being a dreadful, slow game. And to me, last team to make a mistake can possibly win this game. That that's just what I, I see.
0: see. Yeah, we see that completely. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one because I. I think Denver wins this
1: game by at least 10 points, wow. at least. Once again, yeah. give me Teddy, and I'm saying, yeah, Drew Locke, I, I just – and you watch them more in college. You have a better perspective than him, even with Sam Darn on those guys. Yeah. You see you see them a little bit better. But I, it's just hard for me to say, okay, you, you're about to put in your, your backup quarterback, or right, and you think you're about to, you know, still just get off like that with no problem. Drew Locke has never said that. I mean,
0: their me. offense hasn't been – Spectacular like they ain't been doing nothing with Teddy that's just crazy. Well, he's
1: been consistent. It's the small things, yeah, the of course. it's the small things, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last
0: game we're gonna do is Falcons Jets. The mm-hmm. Falcons are minus three. They playing, oh, they playing in London. Yeah, they playing in London. I forgot mm-hmm. about that part. So they're playing in London. Uh Atlanta's minus three. What
1: you got? definitely taking Atlanta here uh I think Zach Zach Wilson is um still learning yeah Uh, yeah. Atlanta don't have you know no defense that's going to make him pay or anything like that but it's the Jets and I just feel like Matt Ryan will probably be the best player on the field and uh he's your quarterback and I can see him you know lighting the Jets up and Having a comfortable lead, and then here come the fourth quarter, and the Falcons find a way to allow the Jets to get back in the ball game. But um, if if the if uh, Atlanta was going to win a game, yeah, I think this is one of them.
0: And once again, I'm going I'm going the opposite way. I'm going Zach Wilson. What is this week? This is week five, right? Five. Four, week five. Zach Wilson week five, we're going we gonna to be talking about Zach Wilson Monday like he like he's the next coming. We're going to be like, oh, he, he's figured it out. He shredded okay. Atlanta for 300 yards and three touchdowns. And, like, I, I don't – this Atlanta defense is hard. Both of these teams, of course, are horrible. One of them have some type of excuse with a rookie quarterback. And, you know, Atlanta, what's your excuse? Like, we don't – you don't have one. Yeah. Um, and yet, man, they're not above twenty in any category on a team, offense or defense. Yeah. They're last in points allowed. They're allowing thirty-two points a game. Um, man, twenty-fifth in in rushing yards. Um, twentieth in pass yards. Twenty-third in yards allowed. Twenty-fourth mm-hmm. in turnover differential. Like. And once again, the Jets aren't much better in a lot of these categories. But mm-hmm. at least I can look at the Jets and say, well, yard is allowed. They're 13th. So ain't nobody just rushing up and down the field. It's just, look, they're giving them too many opportunities because their offense not putting up the board. Jameson Crowder came in, came finally got healthy play last week. He made Zach Wilson look a lot better. A
1: whole and, lot better. You know,
0: Jameson Crowder is in the world, you know. Yeah, Zach
1: Wilson, Zach able Wilson to have definitely played his a- best game last week.
0: But being able to have him on the opposite side of a Corey Davis, that gives you okay.
1: Now well, I can Davis played uh, better too. Yep.
0: Michael Carter, which is the rookie running back, he's getting more, you know, more comfortable. They're getting more comfortable and confident in him. Yeah. I don't I don't trust Atlanta. Like even if this was in Atlanta, I'd be like, look, I just the Jets are the ones coming off the win. Maybe the Jets have the momentum. Yeah. I think the Jets can win this game. So yeah, I'm,
1: I'm going to play. roll with it. Once, once again, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just exactly. a gambler. Yeah. I'm just a gambling man. And yeah. Matt Ryan, I know he played for Atlanta. I know um I, uh, their pedigree is losing and all that good stuff. But Matt Ryan isn't a bad quarterback. No, if, not at all. If he's playing against a not so good defense. He's going to make them pay. He don't miss. He's very accurate. Uh he can get the ball downfield. I no. mean, I just feel like, you know, with the ball being in his hands so much, I can see this being a game where Matt Ryan throw the ball. Forty times to to yeah. push Atlanta into victory.
0: Yeah, and I it, I can one hundred percent see that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, but I'm just choosing to see this side of look Zach Wilson being able to do stuff against this defense that he won't be able to do against a competent NFL
1: defense, you know. I you. Mm-hmm.
0: So I definitely think that he'll he'll be able to get the best of that matchup.
1: I love when we go opposite; it makes it fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz I think we
1: picked all the same
0: last week so this yep. week we're mm-hmm. on the opposite of two games. So gotcha. That's definitely going to be interesting to look into. Um so yeah, man, that's that's it for this week. Um uh, man, look up and basketball what? Basketball season's not even 2 weeks away at this point. Less I think, than what,
1: 11 days or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So we'll we'll have some of that being sprinkled in in the weeks to come, but right now we're looking at another stacked week of football, man. Yes, sir. Um, looking forward to it. See how it play out. Hopefully, hopefully this week one team don't ruin my card like it has this, this the past two weeks. I'd rather lose three than just yeah. one team yeah. that, that sell me out, man.
1: Yeah. So
0: hopefully, uh, hopefully that goes good for me. But until next week, man.
1: Yes, sir. Have
0: a go. one. You boys, not in my league. If you listen close, I'm coaching. Take keys to a boy, hella dope without pushing a blanco. Still, stabbing bitches like 94 in the Bronco. If it's about the money, I'm leaving the post. pronto. if I don't do nothing, I'm about up Every time I do it, do it.